Welcome to the Four Wards Podcast. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Eric Bra, voice of Draven, Jerks, and Velkaz. And you're listening to the Four Wards Podcast, here to help you move forward and lead. And welcome to episode 406 of the Four Wards podcast. I'm your host, as usual, I'm Jack Soman, and I've got with me three other wards to help you move forward in League of Legends. Crush you's here. For once, uh, we don't only have one pink ward because I have pink eye. Hooray! <laughs> Speaking of our pink ward, of course, <laughs> Slushy Otter has joined us again. I look spoopy tonight. You do, it's very cool. And Free Shooter has kept his streak alive. He's here tonight, too. Yay, I'm on vacation this week. It's spooky night. Nice. Guys, we are the Forwards Podcast. We are part of the Trinity Force Network. If you head on over to trinityforcenetwork.com, you'll find the links to all of our past episodes and all of the other shows on the network. You'll also find the link to our Discord. Come join the Discord. Come hang out. Come play games. It's a great time. Now, if you want to support the network, Head on over to patreon.com slash tforcenetwork. $5 will get you first dibs on any planned tournaments. You get an email ahead of everyone else with information on how to sign up. And most of us stream on Twitch. I can be found at twitch.tv slash jacksoman. Crush streams at twitch.tv slash crushyou. Uh, free shooter streams at twitch.tv slash freeeshooter. That's right, there are three E's in free. And slushy can be found at twitch.tv slash slushyotter and at TikTok at slushyotter. Hell yeah. All right. Last but not least, listeners, you guys have actually sent us a lot of questions, and I love it. It's awesome. Fucking Yay. keep it up. Keep sending us your questions to fourwards at trinityforcepodcast.com so that we don't run out. Please. Fourwards at trinityforcepodcast.com. It's all spelled out. Links in the episode description. Send us your questions. All right. And guys, this episode is lovingly entitled, Late Patch Notes, parentheses, It's Rundown's Fault. Because we couldn't cover the patch. Yep. We couldn't cover the patch last week because we had to record earlier than usual to accommodate Rundown's recording schedule because worlds. Which is why last week you got a please stop imitating the pros with some of the things they do episode. So this week we get to cover the patch that came out last week. And you'll probably get another patch episode next week unless Riot delays the patch for some reason. Before we get started though. Yes. Please stop playing Oriana support with me. Oh my god. The fact that you've had multiple of them is mind-boggling to me. Okay. Oriana support can work, but it's only it's situational. It is not I'm going to pick it blind and then get my teeth kicked in by Brand Jin. Okay, rant over, continue. Okay. Also, I feel like they might delay the patch next week. I don't know if they delay for U.S. Election Day or not. I can't remember in the past they if they don't. have. I doubt they don't? it. Okay. I know usually when there's a Monday holiday, they do, but. Wait. There's an election in the States next week? What? Yeah. yeah. There's, a, like, there's an election every year. Yeah, like local the elections off years. and such. Yeah, it's usually local elections. Like, for me, it's my um, town's oh. board of commissioners. 
Yeah, not not I'm a presidential like, I election. I thought the 2024 election was next year. Yeah, not not a presidential election. It's okay. local stuff. <laughs> yep. Which means hey, it's going to have incredibly vote. low turnout. Yeah, oh. S- seriously, if you're in the U.S., vote. Because uh, these midterm elections that have, like, very little hot profile have really low turnout. You can make an impact. Yeah. Like, um, I've checked my town of, like, a couple thousand people. Like, it's still within, like, under 100 votes for some of the school board stuff or, like, other local mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I've um, I've seen them in my town of 2,000 wow. people be less than 30 votes apart when there was only like 200 votes cast yep yeah all right so sorry for the tangent we're gonna talk about patch 1321 this week and i'm gonna kick it off with a very brief quick thing which is that holebreaker got nerfed it lost 15 armor magic resist at max level for melee champions and seven and a half for ranged. I don't think this does anything. This item is still problematic because it just gives a shit brick of raw gold efficiency anytime you're alone. It's way, 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 way too gold efficient, even with this nerf. Like, Holebreaker gives you almost twice as many stats as any other equivalent item. Yeah. I don't know, actually, I have to look up exactly how. how gold edition it is but yeah it's very very good and it's basically because you have to actually have macro to use it like if you just yeah if you just five man death ball with it it doesn't it's not that efficient at all but if you split push properly it's really efficient the problem is it's so gold efficient that brain dead split pushing with it works because unless the opponent also has a hole breaker user you have to be matched with two people and that, that's the problem, is the users of it right now are good enough at diving that wave clear champions can't just match them and wipe waves. And that the thing is, is what's distorting Holebreaker. Like, champions like Yone and Trindamir should never be using Holebreaker. But they are. The thing is, is that, like, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, I, I'm not entirely against the fact that if only one team has a Holebreaker... Um, then that one person has to be matched by two from the other team. And I'm like, that's the point of split pushing. You you did it. Like, okay, the item encourages proper split pushing mechanics. Kind of okay with that. Like, yeah, it's really strong, but it's only strong in certain situations. And, like, those situations are the kind of situations we kind of want to encourage in League. Because I don't... I don't really like five-man death balls. <laughs> Fair. So... I'm kind of okay with it. I, I agree that it is very strong, very powerful. I don't disagree, but I'm also like, it's kind of, I'm kind of okay with it being really strong, really powerful to encourage people to do the correct thing. I just wish they'd take dueling power out of it and make it just buff up the minions more. I want it to be making split pushing good instead of making you an unkillable dual god because you built the split pushing yeah. item. Yeah, that's fair. But they've that's tried fair. that in the past that. with things yeah. like Banner of Command and Zizorot Portal and had issues balancing them. So I feel like this is a more balanceable way to go about it. Why? So if I remember correctly, the reason Banner of Command and Zizorot Portal were, were problematic was that you could set it and then forget it. 
They they right? they allowed you to stall games. Uh, Banner of Command made minion uh, the cannon minion immune to magic damage, mm-hmm. and ZZ Rot you set and forget, and it would just mindlessly push a wave until it expired or was killed. Um, which yeah. was dumb. Which is I why I would want Holebreaker to because Holebreaker right? buffs yeah. the mm-hmm. siege minion. Yeah. I would rather well, I... they improve that buff to the siege minion and make it buff the other minions too. It doesn't add minions and it requires you to be near them to give its benefit, but also I think don't that's make the it counter anything. To happen. Because so... I want it to be good at split pushing. I don't want it to just be, hi, I'm Yone and built a hole breaker. That means I turret dive literally anyone and then snap back and you're dead and I only took half my health because I had shitloads of armor and MR from hole breaker. So I think yeah. what they're aiming for, they're aiming for um, a way to answer a split pusher being answered by a wave clear champion. By this, this the current theory is well, let's make him able to dive the wave 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 clear champion. Yes, okay. I think it probably would be better if we just say okay, well, let's make the wave not able to be cleared. That sounds like a better idea. Yeah. I, I don't know though, but it, it it's it's a decent like thing that they're trying and and i think i would pro- kind of prefer if they made the wave stronger more than it made you stronger but i do think cause... if if they did that though um just because of some of the like problematic like minion buffing things that have happened in the past um it would have to be even weaker when you're not with people like it could like yeah, i mean I, just... obviously it, w- it wouldn't give the like minion buffing stats but like i think there would have to be like slightly more trade-offs to it so of- if you're not getting the armor and MR on Hullbreaker right now, it's a pretty mediocre item. It has some health and some AD. Actually, yeah, I guess that is the thing of it's. If you're not getting the extra stats, it is just mediocre armor AD and a minion buff. Yeah, so that's why I would yeah. I would rather they remove the armor and MR because that's what makes it a dual god item, and just make the minion buff stronger, which would not apply if you're near people. And I would also change it so it's not just if you're near them. I would change it if the minions are near someone who doesn't have Holebreaker on your team. The buff is removed. So you can't, like, have weird edge cases where, like, you have people standing on opposite sides of mid lane and they're buffing up the wave even though they're, like, close to each other or something dumb That like makes that. sense. Yeah. Um, I thought it gave more than armor, armor MR for stats, but no, it doesn't. That's all the stats it gives. It gives other the- stuff. But. Yep, it buffs the siege minion and gives <laughs> armor and MR. Those are the only things it does when you're alone. It gives bonus damage to structures. Yeah. Yes, like that makes sense. I I'm fine with that piece of it, honestly. Yes. No um, problem with that. Honestly, it's instead of the... bonus armor and MR, it feels like bonus tenacity might be a like better thing it, of it, like you can get away from things better if multiple people come to answer. It's one of those things where the reason why it's, it's armor and MR is because they want you to not die with it because it. If it doesn't give you armor and magic resist, then anyone can one v one you. Like <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't yeah, really yeah. give you much power in the one v one. So you just because as we mentioned, without the without the MR and armor, it's a pretty mediocre item. So you get bodied by anybody who built an actual item, kind of thing. But the armor and MR makes it so you can't just be killed. And I like the armor MR choice for it. Like if you have to choose a stat to give someone so they don't get killed. Armor MR is probably the first thing to do, and yes, it does make you better at dueling people, but that's kind of a side effect of making it so that you don't die. Meaning you don't die, I mean you can continue to the fight longer and you end up winning in the end. I, I, 
it also it also feeds into the if you send multiple people to deal with this one person with holebreaker, it takes you a long time to kill them. Your other four members can get something done on, on the other side of the map. Like I think armor and MR is probably the best stats they could have chose to give you for being solo. Either way, I don't like it. It got nerfed. <laughs> it's still strong as fuck. Like this yeah, nerf absolutely. does nothing. But uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't do anything. Nope. I agree. Who else wants to go? Uh, I'll go uh, for two quick quick hits. Um, the first quick hit is uh, I don't see it mentioned anywhere in our uh, notes. So uh, Nexus Blitz is back. In case you were wondering, um, you yep. can go play Med- Nexus Blitz now. Yep. Uh, I like Blitz. I'm gonna have to play it again when it comes out. Uh, I, when I I played it once because <clears throat> Mike and Rule dragged me into a game, and I hated it just as much as I did the first time. It is yep. not my cup of tea. It's, I'm it's not a, even gonna bother. It's a very fast-paced mode. Um, like it's but faster it, it, than ARAM. Okay, it is shorter than ARAM. It is yes. not a fast-paced mode. It is um, just a clusterfuck where yeah. it feels like you play for 20 minutes and then the game gets decided by one team fight every time. I hate uh, it. it feels like the lead up to it only matters if it's a complete blowout. And if it's That's, not a complete blowout, so, it all like, comes down to one team fight at the end, where your bo- nexuses are beating on each other. Yeah, but that's kind of true of Summoner's Rift, too. Like, if it's not a close game, degree. a single team fight just blows the game no, no, up no. And, you, and you win. Uh, like, agree, but Nexus Splits does not have to be a close game. Nexus uh, Splits can be one team is 6k behind, but we're at 20 minutes, so if they win that team fight, they win the game instantly. Which is not true on Summoner's Rift, because the team that's 6k behind probably has minions crashed into all three lanes, and even if they win the team fight, that means maybe they make it to an inhibitor before respawns happen. Until you go to, like, 45-plus minutes. It's, it's, a, it's a much streamlined version of, of Summoner's Rift, basically, where it comes down to... Um, sure, let's call it that, not coin flip. I was gonna say, really I, don't like the coin, I don't like the now, coin okay. flippiness of the events. The events, yes, I will agree with that, that the events are kind of coin flippy, because sometimes you get an event that's like, well, my team is shit at this event. <laughs> not not just that, but it's also the rewards from the events are super variable in how mm-hmm. useful they are. Sometimes it'll be like, cool, we got Hextech Soul for our entire team. And sometimes it's like, yay, we get Cloud Soul for our entire team. Yeah. It's like Kate Chemtech Luden. Soul. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or the, some the, of them the aren't even as strong you, as a soul. No. Like the battle cannon where you can launch into a fight with a cannon. It's like, that's barely ever useful. But mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, I agree with that part. Like, if they if they were to take out events entirely out of Nexus Blitz, I would not be upset. I still don't um, play it. I, I, no, me neither. I'll play Nexus Blitz a hundred times before I play Earth. I'd much oh, rather I love play Earth. Earth. I Earth, love is, Earth, Earth. is, Earth I is statistically hate. the worst game mode. Why? Every time they bring Earth out, the population of League drops. I don't think that's yeah. been true the last couple of times they've brought it out. Do you want to that know why that is? That's true, possibly though. true. It's because everybody goes and plays Earth, and then goes back to Summoner's Rift, and they're like, oh, this is just worse. No, it's because people play Earth, mm. uh, people play Earth and go, oh, this game is bad. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's literally the logic that Riot has cited, is yep. people love Earth, and then as soon as Earth goes away the play rate drops off, and that's why they keep refusing to bring true Earth back. Mm-hmm. That's why it's been all these variations on Earth. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, people like Earth. <laughs> bring back Butcher Bridge. <laughs> uh, the other, the other one. Um, I want to talk about uh, Hecarim. Um, so Hecarim's getting a couple of buffs, and the one I'm I don't care about is his base stats attack damage growth went up 0.5 from 3.2 to 3.7. Yeah, okay, whatever. He scales a little better. The one I care about is the W Spirit of Dread. They changed the duration on it from four seconds to five seconds. And my problem with this is, I don't know if you know this, but Gordrinker and Spear Shojin are items that exist, mm -hmm. and they're very strong on Hecarim right now. Does this just mm -hmm. mean W is always up? Yeah, yep. yeah, it does. You, yeah, yep. you got it. <laughs> not, uh, not just W is always up, but their stated <clears throat> reason for the changes is to strengthen his identity as a fighter because Ghostblade builds are taking off again. Guess what makes Builds like Ghostblade builds, which are really squishy better. Better uptime sustain. on the W. Yeah. Because the W gives you both sustain and uh, resistances. So, like, uh, it's I don't... so dumb. This is fundamentally the wrong change if they want to improve his identity as a fighter. You want to improve his identity as a fighter, you reduce the base damage on his Q and increase the per stack scaling. So that you need to get multiple cues off to start dealing real damage. Are you casting a spell in French on Hecarim? <laughs> no, I was praying. See our father. <laughs> um, yeah, because I remember one of the like I remember that they nerfed this down to four seconds because they had this exact problem of him building lethality too much. Because mm -hmm. it meant he could turret dive at at whim. Uh, mm -hmm. This is that's this is gonna be a problem. They're gonna have to nerf this back down again, like. Yep. Which just reminds me, I should be playing fucking Hecarim right now. God you should damn it. probably be playing fucking Hecarim. So right that's now. what we're doing I later. Should, I should pick probably Hecarim. Hecarim. yes. Hecarim. Probably Hecarim. yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what build I'll go. We'll see, but probably Hecarim Oriana. <clears throat> I'm told, if I remember right, uh, Kha'Zix is. I don't remember exactly, but I remember that Nocturne and Briar are two of the best junglers right now on this patch because Briar was great last patch. And the nerfs didn't do anything. The nerfs didn't do anything, and then they also brought back the AD ratio to jungle pets, which made Briar happy, happy again. Yep. Yay! All right, well, since we're talking about junglers anyway, let me go do my other one real quick, which is uh, Crush just mentioned it. They tweaked the jungle sustain. Um, first of all, they changed the damage that the jungle companions do. They buffed the AP ratio by 2%, gave it back an AD ratio. It's just a straight buff for anyone who builds AD and a very minor buff for AP champions. This is because this used to have it and when the changes last patch hit, it basically meant if you weren't an AoE clearing AD jungler, your clear just kind of sucked and was a lot less healthy. Mostly the less healthy, which was the biggest problem. So the other mm -hmm. thing they've changed is they've changed how the healing works in the jungle in general. It no longer does a percentage of damage dealt capped at a, an amount. It just does a flat guaranteed heal per hit. Or per second, rather. Um, and that is important to disti distinction. It is per second. Otherwise, you would heal crazy amounts off raptors. Mm -hmm. um, 
And the healing amount is no longer a percentage missing health. It is now a flat amount when you kill a monster. Um, that seems like a nerf to specifically tanks. Not so much. Um, it still has a missing health or mana multiplier. Okay. So at level 10, instead of it being 12% of your missing health, it'll be 90 and then up to two and a quarter times that based on your missing health. So if you're very low, it'll heal you for like 300 something. Um, here's the key for tanks, and this is why this isn't as big of a deal. Tanks take less damage up front, so the jungle companion healing per second is more meaningful because they're taking less damage from the camps. Okay. And tanks enough. are usually going the green smite, which gives you a shield every time the large monster is killed. That shield will not get broken on a tank. Yes. By the time correct. the camp is dead. So okay. you are just healing as a tank when you are taking camps. Mm -hmm. For non-tanks, even if they do take the, the green smite, the shield will usually be broken and they will have take some damage from the camp, unless they're literally insta-killing the camp. But they also don't have a shitload of health, so the missing health percent is going to be yeah. probably not as good as the new value. Um, it also is a flat value for mana now instead of a percent missing. So uh, I guess that's a nerf if you wanted to play Rise or Cassid in jungle, but those suck, so it's hard. <laughs> Given the amount that it heals, I think even for like Karthus or Talia or the other like actual yeah, mages like, who could build a mana mage item, yeah, it's not a meaningful difference in terms of how much mana it's actually restoring because you were never low enough for the percent missing mana to actually be like I, your entire I, mana pool because you couldn't kill the camps if you didn't have any mana at all. I'm actually kind of confused as to the mana change because like. Junglers don't run out of mana in the jungle. Like, that's just not a thing. Um, because the jungle pet gives you mana regen, or I think yep. it's a jungle pet, does it? Yeah, it's like, it's having the jungler item gives you passive mana regeneration in the jungle. Like, it's... it's That that mana regen is so strong, you could be, like, out of mana from a team fight or something, and just walk through the jungle and clear your camps anyway, because you just regain enough mana to do it. It, it's um, strong enough for Amumu to almost to just sustain his W permanently if he's standing in the jungle at level yeah. one with just his jungle item. Yeah, and then you add blue buff on top of it. It's just like, there's no mana problems for junglers. Yep. So I don't I, know I why don't they understand why they changed the mana <clears throat> other than consistency. I like That's the, the best guess, change. yeah. Um, it, it's, it's not a meaningful change, I agree. But, okay. But yeah, the, the, the biggest change by far is the, the companion healing per second is now just a flat value instead of it being based on damage dealt. So as long as you're in combat with jungle camps and your companion is hitting them, you will get a guaranteed amount of healing. This is big for early clears, especially on weaker junglers, because turns out that being a weaker jungler means you take more damage because you take longer to clear, so you need more healing, and you weren't getting it because you weren't dealing enough damage to reach the cap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the biggest change is the addition of addition back of the AD ratio. <clears throat> yeah. Easily. Easily. Single target AD ch junglers are very happy with that coming back because holy shit, taking raptors especially was fucking heinous if you were an AD based single target jungler. 
Yeah, I'm trying to find Looking at you, Kha'Zix. Yep. Kha'Zix at yeah, least they're... has an AoE ability. So like while yeah. it was bad for him, Rengar. it wasn't literally the worst. I guess Rengar has an AoE shout as yeah. well. A lot well, of them have damage. an AoE, but it's just it's on one cooldown, doesn't deal a lot of damage. It, yes. It's not an effective clearing tool. And more right. importantly, I believe in Rengar's case, I think it's his last max. Probably. Whereas in Kha'Zix's case, is? it's his second max. Second, because the uh, jump I'm is not... the last max. <clears throat> Interesting. I think I was maxing E second on Kha'Zix. You're doing it wrong, then. <laughs> it might have been, like, Man, I haven't played Kha'Zix in a while. Kha'Zix is crazy, because he's one of the few champions that actually you can change your skill order, like, game to game, because of the which which ultimate you want to evolve first. You can, not that, that you will. So the, the, the reason you max the W second on Kha'Zix is A, the damage scaling is the same, but B, you're basically choosing do you want to jump slightly more often when you can just evolve your jump and get resets if you want to jump more often? Or do you want to have a heal that is meaningful in fights? Because the heal at level 1 is garbage. On his W. Yeah. That's why you max W second. Also, you don't want to have to use your jump as a damage tool specifically. Okay. Yeah, who wants to go Moving next? On. I can. Do it. So, I've got two to talk about, but we'll start with one. Uh, we're going to start with Zyra. So, like a lot of the changes that we're seeing in this patch and past patches, they are trying to make sure that the mages in the support role are viable elsewhere, typically mid or jungle, and or jungle. Um, and in the case of Zyra, that is the goal. That's the goal with Brand. That's the goal with uh, Morgana. So in the case of Zyra, they are doing what they should be doing when you're trying to keep bot lane support mages the same and buff them elsewhere, and that is buffing AP ratios. So, they are increasing the attack speed at level 1 for her from 0.625 to 0.681. This is a minor buff to her jungle clear, because every uh, every jungler should be auto-attacking. If you're not, you're doing it wrong. Unless, Unless you're fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, they are decreasing the base damage on the passive, but increasing the AP ratio. So it's down 12 base based on level, but up 3% AP. That's big. Now, we've also got similar changes on the Q, but they did actually buff the base damage as well. So this is also a buff to support Zyra. And then the Grasping Roots got a nerf to its base damage, a significant nerf to its base damage as you rank it up. This is, I think, aimed at support Zyra because this is typically your first max. So they're buffing the Q, which is typically the solo lane or jungle max, and nerfing the base damage on this. But they are also increasing the AP ratio on it by 10%. These, I don't know if they're enough to put her back into the solo lanes or the jungle because she still has the same problems she's always had, but they're at least enough to get, to make her worth a try. I want to give some context on that ratio change. Mm -hmm. If you are maxing E, like a support would, you need 
400 AP to equal how much damage you would do prior to the chain. Oh, damn. But for mid laners who are putting one point in E, uh, yeah, you're just getting more damage at basically all points because the base damage at level yep. one is the same. And that's the important key there is the base damage at rank one is identical. So yeah, max and Q, real good. Yeah. Um, actually, if I'm reading this right, the um, 400 AP is the breakpoint for the passive as well. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, also, I I just want to point this out really, really quickly. Um, do you guys remember way back when all the champions had like all these descriptive roles that you could search them by? And it was like assassin, jungler, pusher, mage. Yeah. But yeah. remember when Zyra was considered a pusher? <laughs> I'd like to push her if you know what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, true. But like push she ended up playing the one it. role where you don't farm minions. I know. Which I think is kind of ironic. So they're trying to put her back into those roles. I used to play Zyra top. I used to play Zyra mid. I'll at least be giving her a shot. I don't know if this is enough to bring her back into those roles. We'll see what happens. But she lacks a lot of the upfront burst that you need from somebody who's playing like she's going to be playing. A lot of her damage is gated behind the plants, which can be killed, can be stepped on, can be like the. It's not reliable when you need your damage from your mid laner to be reliable. So. So, we didn't touch on it in our list of what we want to highlight, but uh, they also made Brand a viable jungler. Which I am okay with. It's weird. It, yeah, I'm fine with it. It's just weird. Yeah. Morgana, Brand, Zyra being junglers, I am a-okay with. Bring back Rumble Jungle. <sighs> we just don't need them to be fucking giga-busted like the last time Rumble and Morgana were viable junglers. Sure, then they were the viable. only viable. We want them to be... Yeah, we want them to be... On par with everyone else. Not gapping everyone else. <laughs> okay, who wants to take it next? You should go. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'll do Caitlyn first. So, scrolling. Uh, Caitlyn got some changes aimed at um, pushing people more into crit Caitlyn again and away from lethality Caitlyn. And as we're going to talk about, I don't think this really does that, but it's a stab, but it doesn't really do that. Um, so on her passive, uh, they, uh, which is the headshot, they increase the critical strike chance ratio to damage. So if you didn't know, uh, Caitlyn's headshot is increased both by critical strike damage and by critical strike chance. If so, you're ever wondering why Caitlyn's headshot does gin crit levels of damage, this is why, by the way. Yes. Yeah, so it's a small buff to that. It's from 81.25% to just flat 85%. Um, and then her R got some nerfs, where uh, they're flattening the cooldown, so it used to scale 90, 75, 60. It's now just flat 90 at all ranks. Um... The damage 
uh, is losing at max rank uh, 50 base and 30% AD ratio, but is gaining, um, it was 0 to 35% crit strike chance bonus damage. It's now 0 to 50% bonus damage based on your crit strike chance. Uh, so that is overall a nerf to the R. Um, you know, the cooldown alone, just adding, like having it be flat at all ranks. Um, and a, this isn't under the Caitlyn section, but they're also very minorly nerfing the damage on first strike. Um, yeah. But Which is the actual reason why I don't think this fixes lethality, Caitlyn. Yes. Is the problem with lethality, Caitlyn, the whole reason it's oppressive is that she is one of the best abusers of the way first strike works to farm excess amounts of gold without having to actually engage with combat or farming or anything. She just ults on cooldown and gets free gold for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I still so, like that they're trying to push Lethality Caitlyn down. Yes. I so, 100% agree. I just don't think this does enough. No. So this is, as a whole, it is a minor nerf to Caitlyn in general. Like, whichever way you're building Caitlyn. Even Crit Caitlyn does less damage from her ult. Crit Caitlyn does ult do... will hit about as hard, but she gets it less often. Uh, so the reason why Crit Caitlyn does less damage on her ult now is because they nerfed it by 50 damage on the on the last rank and also 30% attack damage, and that is not made up for by 15% extra damage on the on the ult. That does, that's All right, not I haven't close. done the math on it. Um, <clears throat> It's the uh, 30% bonus attack damage that really takes it under... Yeah. Now, that said, that nerf hits Lethality Caitlyn harder, like, absolutely, because it loses the 30% and doesn't get recovery from the crit chance increase. So, yeah. it does hit Lethality Caitlyn harder, it just does also hit normal Caitlyn, too. The passive is a buff to it, and I think it, on balance, comes out about about even or better for normal Caitlyn builds because you're trying to get your headshot more often with normal Caitlyn builds because lethal tempo or uh, just attack speed in general, whereas Lethality Caitlyn doesn't do that. So, as a whole, Lethality Caitlyn definitely nerfed. Normal Caitlyn, eh, maybe a little little worse. But what they're actually doing... The, the, the thing that they're aiming for, before this nerf, Lethality Caitlyn was always the correct way to build Caitlyn. Like, it didn't matter. Whatever it was, just build Lethality Caitlyn is correct. Now, if there's a tank on the enemy team, do not build Lethality Caitlyn. It will not work. There there was always one exception. I was building crit Kate. Well, it, it's very similar to, crit, to Lethality Kaisa, where you can still build it if there's a tank on the enemy team, but somebody better be able to take care of that tank, because you ain't gonna. Yep. There was always one exception to when uh, Lethality Caitlyn was strictly wrong. And that's if the enemy team has Braum. Because Braum can just immune the ult with his first hit of his shield and you get zero gold. And he can do it every time because it is a short cooldown. True. I would add any Windwall effect to that as well. Yeah. Sivir, Yasuo, yeah. Samira can all do it too. Um, yeah. Hell, Nocturne too, which is hilarious. Yes. Um, <clears throat> uh, so the the real reason why Lethality Caitlyn got nerfed is the cooldown on the ultimate. Yeah. Like, the fact that it is less damage is also a nerf, but the cooldown is the main nerf to Lethality Caitlyn yeah. here because yeah. she was just throwing it every every, not even every fight, every every other fight. It was like <laughs> forty fight. With all the CDR you get, it was like every forty-five seconds, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, easily. 
So yeah, this is a good nerf um, aimed at making sure Lethality Caitlyn stays uh, an alternate build for Caitlyn. And by all means, if the enemy team's all squishies, go ahead and be Lethality Caitlyn and have a fun. Because fuck them for being dumb. I honestly still like the like hybrid where you start with a Lethality item, then get Collector, and then get like Lord Doms in the crit. Yeah, my favorite, just get my favorite collector as your lethality crit item, and then just go regular crit build and have like the mm -hmm. best of both worlds. Just rush collector. Yeah. My, well, no, my I was saying like thing... get collector second, start with like dusk point or whatever, and then. That reminds granted, me of my favorite thing. Granted, I was doing that like last year. I haven't played Caitlyn at all this year. It reminds me of my favorite thing in this um, Riot's description of the change. <clears throat> uh, they were complaining about lethal Caitlyn's lethality builds being too good. Um. Because there's not much you can do to avoid her full lethality ultimate when she's continually casting it on cooldown and you don't have a tank to block it. And my response is, you chose not to have a tank to block it. <laughs> um, I, mm, I'm not, there's, my, my sympathy is limited for you. <laughs> Stupid fucking assassins. <laughs> Pick tanks, goddammit. Anyway, continue. Yeah, let, 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 me, let me just wail on your tanks. So... Free shooter, you had one other champion listed here. I was going to say, about speaking maybe of champion... the reason not to play tanks. <laughs> speaking of champions that love wailing on tanks, Faris uh, got buffed. Uh, specifically, his ability to wail on tanks actually got buffed. Um, so, Varus is. Does this mean that Freeze Fursona is going to be a whale since, since he just wails on tanks? Boo! <laughs> uh, only acceptable if his girlfriend becomes a skitty. Deal. I don't think Varus <laughs> has a girlfriend. Or wants one. We're not talking about Varus. Free shooter. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway. Um so Varus's W got a buff, specifically the passive well, his whole W is a passive, but the like damage added to auto attacks, not the proc damage of popping. Oh wait, no, his W has an active now. I'm stupid. Um, but yeah. yes, the passive part of Horus's W got a buff, where the bonus magic damage, um, at max rank, it got four extra damage, which doesn't sound like a lot, except that that's on every single auto attack, um, and the slow on his E went up by five percent at all ranks. So at max rank, it's now from a 45% slow to a 50% slow. Fair enough. Do you think these changes do anything for Varus? No. 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 He hits a little harder. Like These don't matter. Yeah, these don't matter. They're pushing him in a direction that's like, you know, more sure. on the attack speed builds are like... It, it's good because it. I like... It, Buffing the attack speed builds of Varus. I don't like the just sit back and throw cues and never be in range to interact with anyone, Varus. Um, so I think this is a good way to do it. But no, this still doesn't do enough. Varus should still not be picked. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. All right, let's wrap this up. Slushy, did you already talk about your other one? I can't remember. I did not. Okay, take nope. us away, and then we'll move on to some listener questions. I have one more after. Oh, you do? Oh, Seraphine. Okay. Oh, sweet Seraphine. So, they state the goal of wanting her to be usable and, like, 
evenly viable in three positions. The changes basically make it so she's only really viable in the one. So their goal here is to try and push everything to be even. Bot lane carry, bot lane support, and mid lane. That's, that's, that, that ain't it. That ain't what happened. So base mana regen got increased. Mana regen growth got neutered. Base mana got neutered. Mana growth got a buff. Base armor got a buff. That, that'll be nice in bot lane. Uh, health growth got nerfed. Fuck you mid lane. Uh, attack speed growth. Got a little bit more. Was anyone ever worried about attack speed on Seraphine? Really? Okay. Now let's look at the others. Q. Nerf cooldown at early ranks. This is probably your first rank, so uh, that doesn't matter as much. Buffed cooldown at early ranks. It's shorter. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Still doesn't matter. Um, it did, however, gain... AP ratio at max rank, lower AP ratio at early rank. Kind of nice, building AP. The mana cost on your W, you're, you're reading the these shield backwards. and heal. <laughs> what? You're reading these backwards. It used to scale AP ratio per rank. It no longer does. Sorry. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Dyslexia is going burr. Uh, yeah, your, your AP ratio it's is a lot of flat. Numbers. You're only... Your damage is scaling based on rank quite heavily, but still. Mm -hmm. Your your AP just matters less. So, mm. yay, support Seraphine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, your mana cost on your W increased across the board. The cooldown has been buffed at later ranks. This is still probably your second or last max, so I don't think it matters very much. The shield has been increased at later ranks, and the missing health heal has been significantly gutted, especially since they just took away the AP ratio entirely. Fuck. Carry Seraphine. Yep. Yep. Then we have her E changes. Mana cost. Increased overall. Decreased overall. Uh, yes. At later ranks. Sorry. Yes, at later at ranks. At later ranks, but yes, decreased. Uh, the magic damage has gone up. The flat ratio. The flat ratio. The AP ratio is staying the exact fucking same. So again, why do I need to build AP? I'll just build support. Yeah. They want, like... Support Seraphine is probably the strongest way to play her right now going into this. And their goal is to try to make it so that she's evenly playable across three roles. I was going to say, this Freak. kills bot, bot carry Seraphine's dead. Yeah, bot lane carry Seraphine's dead. Mid lane carry Seraphine's dead. This Freak, are you high? This nerf basically removes Seraphine from the game, in my opinion. because No, I think this, this makes is, support Seraphine way better. No, she's shit as support because her heal is so much yeah. weaker. Yeah. Mm, true. Like, she does more damage as support than she did before yeah but her she, heal is so support. much weaker yeah and if you want a mage support you can play someone who's just better at that mm. like brand like lux like morgana frankly um who also provides better utility because black shield is far stronger than this piddly shield so she's a bad enchanter <sighs> she's still a bad mage 
She's a bad support. And now she's also a bad Carrie. Yeah, she's just bad. Please just don't play Seraphine in this current like, patch until this changes. I, or do I just you wanna, play her against me? Please I play just, her against I just want to drive home how bad her <clears throat> damage is now. If you land a full combo, that is an E, an empowered Q where you get two hits and your ult. Yes, the Q does bonus damage up to 50% more based on missing health. I'm not going to factor that in. You're dealing a whopping, like, 750 plus 195% AP. I think at this That's point, it. it's That's more it. optimal to go Ugh. the double max E, or the, the double the double on the E, as opposed to the Q. Unless it's uh, very high AP amounts, it, yes. Yeah. Unless they're 50%. low health or you have a lot of AP. 45. But... The, the point like, is more like... That yeah. base damage is huge! Yeah. But even then, like... That's not the a lot of damage compared to, like, any other mage. Literally any other yeah, mage. Yeah, no. It, it's nothing. But... Even the other mages with defensive utility do way, 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 way yeah. more yeah. damage. Seraphine this is, is continuing to have her, her power gated heavily by how her W works, where if you're stacked up as five people, it's still pretty strong. Which means she's not allowed to be strong at anything else. So, what we're getting at here is, just play Sona instead. So... <laughs> it's still not good, so, but it's better. Before the change, you could play Seraphine reasonably in several roles. After the change, I think you're playing Seraphine for her ult. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, it. Her ult is still really good. Yeah. Her ult like, is incredible CC. The damage is still shit, and the CC duration play, is not amazing. But the CC range Seraphine, is incredible. Renata. Renata. Play Renata. Play Renata. Play, if you want that ult, yeah. play Renata yeah. instead. And if you want anything yeah. else, play Melio. Or Maokai. Yeah. <laughs> Just play Melio. Like... He's gonna yeah. do. A, he's gonna do what Seraphine does now, but better. She's definitely lacking a niche right now because they, they, they. Mm, well, they succeeded at, at uh, equalizing the power of. The <laughs> yeah, they gutted all of them. It's all good shit. Good job. Good, good job, yeah. Riot. Well done. Um, Very proud of you. So, like, they say that this is their first. This the first step is to try to get all three of them equal, and then they'll try to buff it from there. So she better be getting some buffs. Watch this space, I guess. I will say I did. Just like briefly, like check like fourteen day win rates in her three rolls. Carry like bot carry went down. Support in mid went up, but that's also what? her. But her play rate went up, so I think it was just she was being underpicked in those rolls, and like, but it like went. So now she's she is like kind of equalized like above fifty percent in all three. Whereas before she was at like fifty four, fifty five percent in bot carry. Now she's down to fifty one. I'm shocked that she's even at 50% for anything. Her ult is strong. Like, <laughs> yeah, if I it think just do damage. By nature of her ult and also people just like death ball. Because like you said, in a death yeah. ball, her W is still strong. It's just not as broken as it was. So like, I think just based on that, like, you know, you're not going to auto lose games for picking this champion. She's just not as like over the top in the bot carry role as she was before. And I still think it's going to go down like over time, but it's probably just like, cause she can still have good matchups. And I just hate the description well, like. for this. The whole description. 
It's bad. It's all bad. Yeah. Why are... Mm -mm. Jax, thank you for picking this particular avatar for me to be wearing right now because I needed Vex levels of sarcasm and disgust to be able to discuss this champion. Uh. And I'm sorry, but none of my other avatars have the ability to give you that kind of an eye roll or like just like the, <laughs> are you serious? Look. And, and listeners, if you're listening to the audio version of this and not watching live on Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash slushyotter and watch one of her VODs so you can see what we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Or just um, catch her live. Yeah. And uh, the last change that I wanted to cover was just that they buff Morgana again in the jungle. And Yay! It's really good right now. Play a Morgana jungle. Yay! <laughs> if you want, if you want to play a magic damage jungler, Morgana is probably your choice. She's so good right now. Yeah. Like <clears throat> because of the jungle sustain changes, she heals more than she did. Because Morgana had the problem of at the early point point of every camp, she wasn't dealing enough damage to trigger the maximum threshold for the pet heal. Now that's not a thing. She just always gets yeah. maximum healing. So yeah, and I mean, also she heals from dropping her W on the camp anyway. So yes, but that's based on the damage dealt, which early on is true. not true, incredible. True. One point I would like to make to listeners, and this applies to like basically any jungle champion, but especially like you know if you're trying a mage jungler or Morgana or something like that for the first time, go into a bots game or practice tool and just do a clear first. Just make sure Please. you can yes. Do I a clear, not die to your camps, be healthy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> normal is fine. Yeah, just yeah, don't, yeah. don't jump straight yeah, into I the didn't, rank. I didn't yeah, do like, that. Just make sure you um, know how to clear your jungle on the champion yeah. and stay healthy with it. A, a, a default requirement of anyone to be able to jungle is to do your clear by yourself. Like, period. Like, yeah, any, yeah. any champion who's capable of jungling should be able to clear the jungle by themselves without dying. And make it to the first scuttle crab before it spawns. Not Generally, every yes. jungler can do that, but most of them can. Yes. It should at least be close. They can yeah. all five camp and make it to Scuttle when it spawns. Yeah. Most of them can six camp. Maybe not without yes, a leash. That I'll give. All yeah. of them can do it with a leash. Uh, without sure. a leash, maybe not. Um, yeah. <clears throat> another point I'd like to make, because apparently this is just becoming another Lucian Top style meme on this show. Uh, they buffed LeBlanc. Again, please, for the, they've buffed her how many times this year? Please, for the love of God, stop buffing LeBlanc. It's she does becoming not our better it. Nerferelio. Seriously. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Master Yi got buffed. Better buff LeBlanc. At least they buffed AP ratios and not base damage, so it's not yes, skewing for static shift time, again. Like. Did she really need more power? No. Jesus. Yeah. Um So what I'm saying <clears throat> what I'm saying that for is uh I just noticed what like the pre buff of all of this, like thirteen nineteen is when she got her first buffs. She, her just her W used to have a sixty percent AP ratio. Now it's seventy five percent. Yeah. Yep. Why you're just going to have Why? to revert these later once people figure out how to play LeBlanc again. <sighs> um, so both, so basically they've buffed her E and her W to increase 15% AP. Um, and at least with the E, it's the, the tether proc. You have to be, she has to yeah. stay in range of you it's, for it. 
Yeah, they gave I, it... I mind that the, as the buff that's, a lot less yeah, than I mind fun. the base W because that yeah. has counterplay and requires yeah. a skill shot landing that is actually a fairly dis- difficult skill shot to land and requires yeah. her to put herself in danger to get that proc. Okay. Yeah, when I say 15%, I mean on the E, it's 5% on the front front half, 10% on the back. So, yes, that's fair. So, we will see you guys next week for another Patch Notes episode where, again, they will likely probably be buffing LeBlanc. Buff LeBlanc. <laughs> see you there. Oh, oh bye, Jax. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, that was that was a misclick. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners of the audio version have no idea what's going on. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, Jax accidentally We're left ready call. for listener questions. Yes. Uh, I would like to make one more point before we move on. If you're going to play an off-meta pick in a roll, you need to make sure you understand why the picks that are meta in that roll are there, as well as why the pick you are selecting is not. Needly mid has not been a mid pick since 2000 or since uh, 2013 season three when the width of her spear got nerfed. And like that was a big part of it. Nerfing her ability to poke reliable, reliably uh, was a big hit to her. But the bigger, scarier thing is she has no wave clear. She has no kill threat unless she lands a spear, which is a tiny little needle of a thing now. So if you can just walk sideways as soon as she lands the spear, you'll never get hit by it. So if you see a needle emit against you, you have what's called a free lane to do whatever you want with. So I just picked Asol and got to like 500 stacks at 20 minutes. Um, and I got a solo kill on her at, like, level 4. It was dumb. And she kept trying to bring a Nunu in to, to, like, gank me. Do you want to know who's really bad at ganking Aurelian Soul? Nunu. Because I just go faster. (laughs) Okay, listener questions. Absolutely. So, uh, our first listener question comes from Ziggy Azalea, who writes... Hey, Wards, I've got a question about what to do when you're late for a team to a team fight gone bad. Say your team gets caught off guard setting up for a mid to late game objective like Dragon or Baron and are picked off in a poor 4v5 while you're coming from Fountain or Jungle or wherever. What's the best use of your time in that scenario? Is it worth risking an attempted objective steal? Is it better to establish as much vision as possible in your own jungle? Or just back and play tower defense? For clarity, I don't play 1v5 champs. I play shit like Ziggs, Lilia, Braum, etc., and it's the only time I really feel lost is when I feel there's got to be some sort of advantage I can make while their team is occupied and my team is unfortunately down. Thanks, and fuck Team Liquid. Uh-huh. Well, um, as someone who also does not play the 1v9 champions, I play Ziggs, I play Lilia, I do not play Braum, I'm sorry. Um, sometimes it's worth it to go for the steal. Sometimes it's worth it to go take a tower. Sometimes it's worth it to go crash a wave. The most important thing, though, is you stay alive. Yes. Try to get back what you can. Try to, if let's say that you go to take Baron, you're Ziggs. Go kill all the minions so it takes them way longer to like get those Baron waves into tower. You're just negating a quarter of the Baron buff just by doing also. that. Ziggs loses nothing by just throwing your ult at the Baron trying to land yeah. a steal. Yep. Hail Mary. And if you, ta- and if you, you have it. first strike, you'll get some gold out of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have stolen dragons with Zig's ult. Specifically, stolen... the Leandry's burn from applying my, uh, applied from my <laughs> yeah. Zig's ult. Yeah, I stole a dragon that way. I have stolen a dragon with Arcane Comet. Propped from, from a Zigzult. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when it happens. So, my my thing is to steal steal dragon with a Leona ult, so that's like the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> but my uh, goal one day is to steal dragon with a Nivia wall. So I don't remember <laughs> what game it was. It was years ago. There was a pro game where Baron was stolen by a Mark support Morgana W. There was also they don't, one. Uh, they, don't, they don't build AP on support Morgana in pro. There was yeah. another one uh, that in pro was stolen by a Jana tornado. Yep, I do remember the Jana tornado. But at least that's like a big single hit of damage. It has pretty good base damage when it's fully charged. True, but Morgana W also has like a percent missing health. Scaling. It was rank one because it's a support Morgana, it's and she had no AP because. Health. Yeah, I think they smited the Baron to, it's like, actually 1 HP. Of the, of the W's damage on Morgana. It does yeah. not do a percentage okay. of the missing health itself. But yeah. So, alright. Go ahead. What, what was you going to say? I don't know. What were you going to say? <laughs> what were you going to say? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I have uh, three things. One for each of those. Ziggs, Lily, and Braum. Um, and then I have an overarching concept for all three of them. The first one, Ziggs, as was mentioned by basically everybody else, it, just throw the ult. See if you can seal it. That that one is, you're safe enough um, to just toss the ult and see if you can get it. That's and fine. Ziggs is not reliant on his ult to be able to then wave clear the Baron wave. Mm -hmm. That's or the other fight one after. there. Yes. Lilia uh, can't really try to steal the Baron like Ziggs can. Like, she can try, but it's a lot more risky for her to do that, so I wouldn't advise that. Instead, for Lilia, what you should be doing is something on the other side of the map. Like, wipe a wave or take their jungle. Taking hey, their jungle is probably the best thing to be doing. But if you're a jungler with Flash and you have Smite up, it's at least always an option to consider to go and Flash right. steal a Baron. Let me talk about that real quick. The times when it is worth committing your flash to try to steal a Baron, knowing you will die if you do this. This is the context we're dealing with. 1v5, if you steal the Baron, cool, but you are guaranteed to die. The first thing you need to take into account is, does your death timer being desynced with your team mean that your team will lose the game before you respawn? If the answer to that is yes, you have a better chance of winning the team fight when the enemy pushes into your base with Baron as a 5v5, despite the Baron buff. Don't try to steal. The second question is, is there an objective up that you will need to be there for where your team will have respawned, but you will have not if you go for that? It's not worth stealing Baron if it guarantees the enemy can get Elder. And to be fair, I did say an option to consider. Yes, yes. That's why I'm giving these are the things to consider. Yes. Now, just make sure you're not like just like flaming me. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the things to consider because this is what I wanted to talk about for this. Yeah, question. yeah, 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 yeah. The other part of it is: is the game a lost cause if you fail to steal it? That's the other variable because all that other shit does not matter if you have three inhibitors down already. If they get Baron, the game is over. You cannot come back from that 99% of the time. It takes a literal miracle. If you steal the Baron, even if your team does not get a single Baron buff, they were all still dead when the Baron died, 
enemy team not having Baron means those waves are now clearable. There is a small chance you can come back. Also, in, so if you're in a situation at that point, if you're in a situation like that as well, theoretically, you should probably have an objective bounties, and it might give your carries like a little bit of extra gold. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's the key, though, is a game in that state is already a lost cause. You lose nothing by trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, the third thing I have for Braum to do when this happens. So Braum's a little harder one to, to figure out what to do because you don't have the options the other ones have of clearing a wave or taking their jungle or something no. like that. However, you do get to do one thing that does tie into my overarching theme, which is to try to force the enemy team to make some kind of decision. Um, for Braum, I would want you to show up on the minimap on the opposite side of the map. If they're taking Dragon, show up in top lane. You don't have to be doing anything terribly important. You can just be trying to push the wave or whatever. Show up, do something for a moment, and then go back into Fog of War. Um, for Braum specifically, that means probably just hitting a, a minion or two and then dropping out of vision and warding their jungle or something. Warding Baron Pit, specifically in this scenario. And the reason why uh, is because you want the enemy team to th- to be split in their decision-making. Because the, the correct thing for the enemy team to do there is to take, take Dragon and then make pushes on your base. The wrong thing for them to do is to send any number of people to go kill you. You're Braum. You're not worth anything to kill. But you, if they come to kill you, that's the wrong choice because it delays them ending the game. The general thing you want to do when your team has died or taken a stupid fight is you want to try to mitigate the harm that can be imposed. And that frequently comes in the form of making the enemy team make a poor decision. Um, so for Lilia and Ziggs and Braum, if you could show up on the opposite side of the map just as another target for them to come kill, because they know you're alone, like they just killed everybody else. That's one of the best things to do, just because it makes them think, hmm, maybe I should go kill that guy that's alone, and it, that's better than them killing the Nexus. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to um, kill Whore. So, I will say, the other thing, like, with any of those champions, but, like, probably more Braum or Lilia, is um, if it's not, like, that the third scenario Jack's mentioned of, like, the game is completely over, it's just, like, mm-hmm. you know, your team is mostly dead and you're not going to be contesting... Getting vision on the opposite side of the map, like, you know, they're taking mm-hmm. dragon, get vision around baron. They're taking baron, get vision around dragon, or like in your jungle so you can move safely mm-hmm. afterwards. Clear vision. Uh, it's probably the best thing. Or you could have just picked Lucian top and then go 1v5 them and steal the objective and win the game. There's the true answer. All right. This has been episode 406 of the Forwards podcast. I've been Jack Selman for Crush You for Slushy Otter, and for Free Shooter. You guys have a great night. Happy Bye. Halloween! Please don't play Attack Speed, Braum. Thanks for listening to the Four Wards Podcast, part of the Trendy Force Network. If you'd like to leave questions or feedback for the crew, send us an email at fourwards at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at fourwardspodcast with the number four. Finally, you can also find us at fourwards.trinityforcepodcast.com. If you'd like to check out all the other great podcasts that are part of the network, head on over to trinityforcenetwork.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time with more ways to help you move forward in League.